Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to the Money with Clay podcast. And I'm pretty stoked about this. I think it's fantastic. It's something that I probably still need, not probably, I do still need to work on it. But it's something that I've also done over the years. So I'll share a little bit about that because it really does work. And I want to just kind of back up what this person is saying uh, through, just like I said, my personal experience. And it's something that I want you to be aware of and I want you to do because if you're listening to this, then you are somebody that's in the mindset of let's just get it done. Let's try to work as efficient as possible and let's just beast mode it. Like let's get it done. Whatever that done means, whether that trying to get a job promotion, trying to just build wealth in general, trying to pay off debt, trying to fill in the blank of something that's making yourself better and you know, putting yourself in a better position financially and ultimately at the core, just giving yourself more freedom in life because that's what finances, that's what wealth is truly all about. Not having a bunch of materialistic items, but having control of your time, being able to sleep at night because you have a good solid plan in place. And what I'm going to talk about here from this article is a great way to just make sure that your your plan is really as ironclad and efficient as possible. Now, I've talked about this person before, uh, but it makes sense why uh, they run the biggest hedge fund in the world. Uh, if you're not familiar with hedge funds, it's just a big way of people giving money to a certain person and then saying, hey, I want you to grow my money for me. So that's what a hedge fund is. They're just big financial instruments that take money from a bunch of people. So the moral of that story is, you know, if you have the biggest hedge fund in the world, you must be doing some things right if you have that many people that want to give you their money to grow for them. And Ray Dalio is a person, I think I've talked about him in past episodes, and he's a, a billionaire himself. And as I talk about, and I always will we'll talk about every single time as kind of a disclosure, is you know when, when very successful people speak, do you just blindly follow? No. But should you consider? Should you listen to what they have to say? Absolutely, and that's what I want to do here. So am I saying that just because Ray Dalio you know, runs the biggest hedge fund and is you know, a billionaire, does that mean we just automatically act like you know, blind, lazy sheep and, and, and follow? No, I'm not saying that, but let's at least think about what he's got to say. So Ray Dalio, founder of investment firm Bridgewater Associates, has done a ton of research throughout his decade long career, much of which he shares in his books. So I'm going to kind of skip through thing. Uh, but uh, from the, uh, you know, quoting the article here, the way I research and write, so this is Ray Dalio talking, the way I research and write is an interactive process in which I delve into the subject in various ways. Dalio wrote uh, on Reddit, citing strategies um, of triangulating and thoughtful disagreement. So thoughtful disagreement. I, I really like this and I, I think it's fantastic. And I mean, like I said, I, I've done it, but I don't know if I've ever really caught it that, but it, it's some good stuff. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy, but it, it works. So both strategies consist of having, now listen, both of these strategies, what he does consists of having two or more quote unquote smart people disagree with your opinions. I write down what I think, triangulate it with the world's greatest experts who I ask get this, to tear it apart. Not to, you know, give me give me their polite thoughts, not to, you know, maybe suggest some things. No, and I am quoting, I ask to tear it apart or offer new ideas that I missed to stress test it. Then do more research, writing and triangulating until I reach the point of diminishing returns, Dalio explained. And that's what I really want to focus on here. A, a, a small little thing, but powerful, powerful. Or 
better put, maybe you've heard it this way, constructive criticism. Ray Dalio is after constructive criticism. He wants feedback. He wants people to quite literally tear things apart and offer up suggestions. Why? Because this is the epitome of iron sharpens iron. But also, the key dynamic here is, who is he asking to tear things apart? Well, not other pe- not, not pieces of butter, right? You know, No, iron doesn't sharpen butter, right? Iron just cuts right through butter. He's asking other pieces of iron. He is asking people that, you know what? I need to be listening. I need to be considering what these people are saying. Just like I'm asking us, myself included, to consider what Ray Dalio is saying. And if Ray Dalio came to me and said, you know what? I'm going I'm to tear this apart. I'm going to definitely listen. Now, am I going to just say, oh, yeah, okay, I'll do that. No, I'm, I'll definitely consider it. But that is brings in the next point. What is he doing? Is he just asking one other person? No, he's, he's asking a, a few different people. That way, he's making sure he's getting multiple angles, multiple perspectives in order to better whatever he is trying to accomplish and whatever bit of research he's doing. So for you, that could be a variety of things. You know, maybe, like I said, you're, are, are you trying to work your way up, uh, you know, the corporate chain? Are you trying to maybe start your own side hustle, start your own business? Maybe you're just trying to get some debt paid off and you're looking for different ways to do that best. And that is one reason why I do the podcast. Maybe there, I've said some things that, pff, what a jerk. Well, you know what? Don't take it. Maybe it's just I am giving you another point of view. Do I think, or am I saying that you have to just blindly follow? No, but at least consider it because this is what successful people do. And not that I'm some sort of ultra successful person, but my own personal experience with this is over the years uh, when I when I built businesses, you just listen to feedback. Now, a lot of times, and maybe I'm crazy, but uh, on my other uh, for my other business, I try to reply to every YouTube comment that I get, and the channel at this point has over 250,000 subscribers. Um, and so the, so the videos get a, a good amount of comments, but I go through them, through them and I reply to them and I reply to them. And yes, there's the, the, there's the business aspect of, hey, you know what? That's just good customer service. That's just a, you know, a, a polite thing to do. But there's also the hidden agenda of, yeah, some people can be jerks. Some people are, I mean, it's the internet, right? So you have keyboard warriors and you have trolls and, and you have stuff like that. But there's also people that are polite and they may not like what you're doing, but they're very polite about it and they offer up suggestions. They quote unquote tear it apart in a very constructive way. And over the years, that is one way where I've been able to make all sorts of improvements, make little changes. And I mean, just to be blunt about it, make even more money. And th- and even the trolls sometimes, they're not very good about it. They're not very, uh, I mean, they're trolls, right? They're keyboard warriors. They're just very blunt about it. But if, there, if there's a bunch of, of the same types of things coming up, even if it's done in a very just, all right, you're a total troll type of way, then you know what? It, it's still worth listening to. Is it easy? No, I mentioned earlier that none of this is easy because I mean, I'm a human being. You're a human being. We don't really like to hear Listen, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but, and then they start to rip things apart. I mean, nobody nobody enjoys being ripped apart, right? Nobody enjoys hearing things, uh, you know, contrary to what you thought was the right way. But if you, if you just bite your tongue and listen, then it's, 
I mean, kind of cruel to, I mean, it, it, there's a cruel irony here is that trolls actually help me make that much more money because if enough trolls are saying the same things, even if it's just very poorly put, but by listening to feedback, make little tweaks, make little changes, then the, my business has become that much more self-sufficient and self-efficient because of this feedback. And I've also had it, when I first started my business, I started with, which, which has to do with the stock market and trading and all that, but I started with one class. And then I would listen to people. And they would say, Clay, you know, that was really good, but, and but is a magical word, okay? Because what comes after but is gonna be some feedback. It's gonna be potential gold mine of information that you can use to then further yourself. So let's just use this as a, as a job. You know what? You know what, Clay? You're doing really great. You're doing really good. But, you know, it, maybe you want to focus on this, that, or the other to make yourself a better employee. And when you make yourself a better employee, then you know, you're going to have that much better of a chance to be promoted and continue to grow within the company structure itself if that's what you want to do. I mean, that, that's huge. Whenever anybody says something and then they throw out the butt, listen to after that because you know what? There could, now, it could be total garbage. So that's why, again, multiple sources. This is why Ray Dalio doesn't say he asks one person. No, he gets multiple angles. And then you consider what they have to say. And it really is effective. Not easy, but highly effective in terms of helping you become as efficient as possible. And like I said, just to be crude about it, to just really, in many cases, make you more money. Because, hey, you know what? I am improving. So for me, like I was saying, I had a class. Hey, that was great, Clay, but I felt like this was lacking. Or, you know, but I, I wish there was a little bit more. So for example, the very first class I ever did, I got a lot of, you know, that was really good, Clay, fantastic. But I, I kind of wish there was a few more examples. I kind of wish that there was a, maybe a better way I could quiz myself on these certain things. Okay. So then, you know, you'd ask people questions. What do you think about this? I mean, kind of, Clay, that's all right. But, you know, I, that, I, I still don't know if that would really, uh, you, know, uh, you know, provide a solution to the issue here. But long story short, eventually I was like, okay, well, why don't I just do a flat out big class that's one massive study guide? So that's what I did, a study guide, and then it's structured in the way where I, I give it the, the feel that I'm sitting right next to this person. So I'm asking them questions as we go through this study guide, and then you know I always give them a couple times to pause the video so that they can answer the question and then unpause it. And then I'll give them my answer and say, this is what I'm looking at. And that was a situation where people were like, wow, that's awesome, that's great. Now this is a great compliment to that first class because the first class, it gives you what you need to be focusing on. It, it tells you where you need to be. However, now I can build upon that. I can really firm up my confidence to know that I am looking at, I am understanding what I should be looking at and what I should be understanding. And like I said, that all came from just listening to people saying, but, and from there, there you know, there's been class after class that's been built just by listening to feedback. I really wish I could sit here and say that, you know, my entire business was like perfect from the get-go. I had it perfectly in place, but no, a lot of it, and it continues to be shaped and molded by feedback, by people tearing things apart, by people giving me different opinions, and it really can, you know, it's worked for me. It continues to work, and I, like I said, I, I agree that uh, you know, you want to have, and I love the word to stress test. If you have an idea, if you have some sort of, you know what, I, I think I want to try this, stress test it, get other opinions. And if it totally crumbles under the stress test, well, you know what, at, at least now you know before you put too much time into it. 
So again, whatever you're doing, seek out constructive criticism. Seek out people just willing to be honest with you, willing to tell you their thoughts. And again, remember, just make sure these people are actually, uh, I mean, as, as, as cliche as it is, if, you're, if your goal is, you know what, I wanna get healthy, because I realize the, the better health I have, the more efficient I can become at work, and the more efficient I become at work, the better I become, and the better I become, the more I can grow within the organization. So how do I get healthy? Well, you know, I'm gonna go talk to, you know, my 400-pound uncle, and then I'm gonna talk to my, you know, 250-pound, uh, you know, whoever. I, right, that doesn't make any sense. But I mean, if you go and talk with other people that are, are, are fit, that you would consider healthy, Hopefully that's common sense, but that is one of those things that you know needs to be put into place. So get out there, seek constructive criticism. Don't take it personal. Yes, it's it's easy to take it personal. It's easy to kind of get your feelings hurt every now and then, but just realize that this is potential gold mines for you to be able to make progress in whatever area you are seeking for. So yeah, get out there, seek, find, ask for, Get that constructive criticism, get people to tear things apart. That way you know that your plan is truly being stress tested and that you can proceed with confidence, you know, whatever that uh, you know goal or whatever that strategy you're currently working on is. So get out there and make it happen. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.